business-wise, like from a business standpoint, that's genius. The problem is society, us included as part of society, are fucking idiots yeah. because we're paying into that. Yeah. Us going to see these movies is literally us saying to Hollywood, keep doing this, we don't need anything fresh, recycle the same shit, yeah. we'll keep watching it. G'day guys, Dunks here, and I'm here with Chips. Hello. And this is Banter Rants, all your pop culture news, reviews, and political views. Uh, so today we're talking about uh, Hollywood and our movie remakes killing Hollywood. So basically, we're going to go off the fact that Hollywood seems to be capitalizing on casual mo- moviegoers who buy tickets based on nostalgia value more than the quality of films and stories. So we've seen it with Ghostbusters, Total Recall, Lion King, Dumbo, Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, Milan, which is coming out later this year or next year, something like that. Yeah, Milan's being made by Disney. Yeah. So we'll see... Yeah, I got something to say about Disney as well, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Not something to say, but I was like <laughs> just straight into Disney, like, destroy them. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, even we had Chucky this year as well. Yeah. So there's been heaps and heaps and heaps of remakes this year alone. Yeah. Like is it k- killing Hollywood? Is that what's the meaning by that? Like, is it? I guess what I'm implying by that is, uh, is it? taking away original ideas is it is it basically saying to directors don't even worry about creating new stories or writers don't even worry about creating new stories yeah just start remaking stuff that people have already been successful with Mm. and like the the industry doesn't need new material you know what i mean yeah yeah um i think it's like it's to do with i down (laughs) i mean um (laughs) It, all in all, I think it's always all to do with money, really. Yeah. I think that um, people want to put their money where they know there'll be profit or there'll be viewers. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, when there's existing IPs and brands, they know people want to see it. Even if it's shit, they'll see it because they know it. Completely. Yeah, exactly. And new things are always risky when it comes to, you know, big budget, having a big budget. So Yeah, I mean, when it comes to, say you were to create a new story or introduce new characters, you're risking people not liking that. Uh, mm. these days yeah um and the ones that do seem to do it there seems to be ulterior motives which i'll get into later where that are making new things so yeah. that go in the direction of oh, creating yeah, new yeah. Ca- yeah, okay. yeah you know where i'm going <laughs> with this um i got a question mm. uh i think it's only one question really yeah <laughs> yeah the go. Whole podcast. Um, <laughs> what was like the last original movie you saw that wasn't a remake this year so not a remake and will we well let's consider like sequels as yeah. part of remakes, because it's sort yeah, of building yeah, that's on. the next thing. Um, that's what I was going to say as well. Last movie that I saw. <laughs> in the cinemas? Yeah, okay, we'll go in cinemas. Um, and you, you can't think of anything. <laughs> I w- surely there's something. Uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Have you seen that? Oh, no. Good which film. One, which one was that? Who's that by? Uh, I can't remember who directed it, but it's got Jeff Bridges. Yeah, in it. I think I know the one. Yeah, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah, 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 that one. I think that's the last movie that I... S- mm. There's probably something else between mm. then, but a lot of films. Yeah, spot on. How about you? What, what yeah, else? I can't... I don't think I've seen anything this year that was original. Yeah. Um, I was going to... like My first thing that came to my head was because I only just saw it was Joker. But then I was like, no, that's not just an IP. <laughs> Joker's been done a million times already. <laughs> yeah. That is not original. <laughs> but I'm like, why do I treat that one as an original than I do most other movies? And I was thinking because it's it doesn't heavily 
rely on the original source material. Yeah, it's more so, of an original take, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and that's what made it really good as well. But here's another thing. I mm. don't think... If, if that movie was called anything but Joker, I probably wouldn't have seen it. That's it. <laughs> so, so that, that, that's why... Um, and then that came in my head. I was like, okay, that's why... That's why people... That's why remakes and original brands and IPs are used so often is because people that already associate with them will see it. Even if it's shit. Like, if it's Ghostbusters or full female cast, people go, oh, no, they know it. So, they'll, go, they'll see it. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. 100%. I, I think exactly like you said, um, it comes down to the convenience of already having an audience um, with, with remakes and using existing IPs. So... If if you're using say for example Lion King, you're you're remaking Lion King. Yep. You already know before you start making that movie that you have a viewer base. Yeah, true. Yeah. Safe yeah, yeah. spare to make a film like. Yep. It is a super famous, popular animated film. Yep. Regardless of if it's going to be shit or good, mm. people are going to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to have yeah. a look at that film. Yep. Um. Yeah. Back to to Disney. Um. With all their remakes, like. I want to hate on it but then also they're, they're getting away with it as well mm. because they're actually really good quality remakes they're not as good as the originals yeah. but they can get away with it because the originals were i don't know how many years ago like yeah well, nearly 30 now. yeah we'll say, say uh, under 30 30 whatever like yeah. around like well, what was it lion king was like 1991 or some shit I don't something know like it that it was it was wild and the beast was around that time yeah uh, little mermaid 1995 or some shit i don't know mm. but um they can get away with it because it was so long ago. Yeah. And um, and they're doing not superly... They're not doing super bad quality movies of it. It's And it's very safe. Yeah. Like, they don't really branch out and do anything crazy. Like, with the Aladdin, I was ready to rack on it, but they still got away with it somehow because they... Um, Will Smith actually pulled the movie in the end. Yeah. Um, and they still made a good quality movie. I think they... if As long as they do the remakes good quality, they get away with it. But I, I hate it too. I hate it. But I want yeah. I want them to sort of do be risky and. But it just feels like it almost it feels like a copy and paste mm. with live action. Like it doesn't feel like nothing too crazy different. Like yeah. Problem is that actors like Will Smith, big named actors, get on board with these franchises because they know or these movies, these remakes, because they know that they're going to be successful. Yeah. They're going to get a paycheck out of it. All they have to do is show up. Yeah. So if you've got a big name and you've got a movie that's pretty popular from the past, you're going to get audiences from both of those things. So that's yeah. obviously why Hollywood's doing it because it's capitalizing on how much you can earn. Yep. Business-wise, like from a business standpoint, that's genius. The problem is society, us included as part of society, are fucking idiots yeah. because we're paying into that. Yeah. Us going to see these movies is literally us saying to Hollywood keep doing this we don't need anything fresh recycle the same shit yeah we'll keep watching it yeah yeah which is super 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 bad <laughs> yeah. super bad they're gonna remake super bad <laughs> i was gonna say are they no they're not are they? <laughs> no 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 you're like are you, well, are, you, are you serious <laughs> like that was an okay movie i don't think it's, it's, it's remakeable like, it was so recent too imagine if, if they remake the same story with different characters different actors yeah i know could you yeah. imagine that early as well they're just straight into remaking super bad they're like you know what yeah as i was saying is also it's an easy way to push movies out right so it's yeah how much of a scripting process is there when you've already got the basis of your film 
Mm. You have to script a couple of things, a little, a few changes to make it seem somewhat fresh. Maybe yeah. add a character or two, yeah. or a story arc. Like the only thing that was different in the Aladdin movie was I think um, Jasmine yeah. had like a slightly bigger arc with yeah. more to do. She had a little bit more uh, depth to her character, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. She was a bit way more empowered than original ja- Jasmine. Like, I mean, she'd be act. Oh, don't spoilers, but... Spoilers, if you haven't seen it yet, fucking Go leave. See it. You, see it, you didn't <laughs> like it and you didn't want to see it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she becomes the Sultan in the end. So, yeah. And she actually cares about it city or something like that but yeah (laughs) (laughs) she's um that comes back to what i was going to say earlier Mm. when they're implementing new things it always has a message behind it and what they're trying to add Mm. usually it comes with disney um who are are the main culprits of it and when Mm -hmm. it comes comes back to um political messages that are injected into all this stuff but i think we'll touch on that a bit more later on further down the track how do you think we can fix the problem like of remakes and can it be fixed essentially do we need new directors new talent that are I don't implemented or i think it can be fixed because i think the big uh, movie companies they're not they're not they don't, they're rarely going to do anything mm. new unless it's a really good script really good actors or really good directors behind it sort of thing so i think anything new is always done by high quality directors or known directors they have they can do it sort of thing and they when they do take a risk they put they put more into it yeah to something that they care about that's not a remake so right um like i like just off the top of my head i think ryan johnson's got his new film i hate the director but now <laughs> um he's got his new film now and i think like i forget what's called knives out or something so yeah, and yeah that's that's original is that i don't know it could be wrong i I thought it was the Cluedo movie when I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I saw That's true. the trailer. He's definitely gobbing off stuff, but like I think he can do that because he's a big act, a big director. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what other what other original movies that come out this year. I don't know. Anything. Honestly, I I can't off the top of my head. I can't pull anything out that jumps to mm. mind. There's been a sh- like there's been a lot of like Scorsese. All his stuff is original. And um, who else? What's that guy does? Um... Girl the Dragon Tattoo and stuff and oh. uh, Seven and uh, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he's able to do his original stuff because because he's a big well-known director who does his own you know movies. Um, yeah, maybe maybe remakes are killing Hollywood as in creativity wise. <laughs> yeah, like if it, it wasn't big big budget movies just wanting to be safe, there would be a lot more original movies and risks and stuff. But is, um, it's David Fincher. Is that David? David Fincher. Fincher David that's Fincher? it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what he did recently. He did a really good one. Oh god, I need to look this up. I know. Literally, we just keep pulling blanks on, on <laughs> the stuff that's been done. I, it's like right in the forefront of your mind. You're like, ah. Recent stuff that David Fincher has. He did. The, he did the Social Network. Yeah, I love that one. He did Fire Club. Social Network. What else did he do? I'm not even looking at the thing. Mindhunter. He had a part in that TV series. There's something he did. Re- Gone Girl. There's something recent. Um, like really recent? Yeah. Or maybe it was a TV show. He does Mindhunter, the TV show. Yeah, yeah, show, that's the I one. Yeah, I don't know if he directs that or if he produces it, but it's. I think it's... Being producer, he's paying for it. He's yeah. He has the goal on it. But um, Gone Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think about what other original movies are this year. Or even in general, I don't know. 
in general like, that's another thing i think a lot of original ideas and scripts are go, are go to tv shows more than they do movies these yeah a hundred percent oh uh, once upon a time in hollywood was oh, an original yeah quentin tarantino big yeah. act a big director he likes to it, i mean every movie he does is a risk but it's also calculated yeah, risk. exactly yeah. right there's been a lot of um in terms of original movies this year a lot of it's come back to animated films stuff that's been done by like pixar and oh, yeah. um you know those sort of um production companies mm-hmm. not necessarily original concepts they still remake shit or they still yeah. base things on books or materials that true exist like it's not original screen well they're, they're original screenplays but not original stories if okay. that makes sense yeah i mean I, there, there is the argument that these days it's hard to have an original story when almost everything has been done yeah when you think in in a book form or film it's there's some sort of a medium okay that has explored an idea so you come up with an idea straight away you're like oh i've got an original idea and you bang in that idea into google and it's like someone's already written a book about it and you're like yeah <laughs> that's i mean that's not saying that that's a remake if the idea has been done before true true if it's like yeah like yeah, if it's, it's just it's if it's borrowed an idea or if it's an idea that's you know it's yeah so off, think, off yeah. that while, you, while you're on that yeah would you say that recycling ideas from existing films mm is okay so if yeah definitely i think it's fine as long yeah, as yeah. you like you do your own take on it yeah I think. That's as long as it's not enough. directly ripping yeah it. i always think of time travel movies when i think of a copy yeah it's, because they've all got the same yeah the same you can't, it's hard to do much different with time travel <laughs> yeah it's, it, it's always something to do with like the machine breaks and you can't get back and you're yeah. trapped in a thing and then you and change then the reality of someone the best <laughs> nothing else can cut top top Nah, and everything draws on Back to the Future. Every, yeah, almost right. every single sci-fi, um, time travel film mm. or series draws on some aspect yeah. of that. But, I mean, when you look at independent films, for example, like while we say that it's hard to fix Hollywood as it is now, independent films are still being made which have some pretty clear messages and ideas that haven't been explored in Hollywood, mm. but they just don't get the reception yeah. that they mm. deserve. Yep. But again, I think that comes down to the consumer because mm. we're not encouraging them to continue making films or bringing them into the light of the public as much as like Aladdin remake or some shit. Yeah. Do you think, say, if production companies that were like paying for these films and funding these films, if their hierarchy changed, that would fix the Hollywood problem? Like if we completely almost pulled out the current CEOs and stuff and executives and leaders of these companies, got rid of the directors, yeah. brought independent directors in or like up and coming directors and yeah. writers and put new CEOs, executives and whatever into those companies that we would continue to have the same remake problems or fresh minds would start to explore genuine new ideas. Yeah, I think it would fix the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm just had, I was originally thinking no, but then I thought yes. Like, do you remember Taika Taika Waititi? Taika Waititi, yeah. He was basic. I don't want to say independent, but he was. I think he did his own small movies before he got onto Thor. Yeah, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, so they gave him, they gave gave him Thor and said, you know, gave they did a risk Mm -hmm. and they did it and he did did a really fun movie. Yeah. So I think giving movies to upcoming directors is a good way of keep making fresh movies yeah um and i think um what's his name is it who's the guy Who, who's the guy that um who's controlling marvel at the moment um kevin feige kevin feige yeah, yeah he does he knows that he, he's able to work that out i think mm. and i think uh 
Yeah, he does that a lot. I'm trying to think what else. There's another movie, uh, another guy, director, but I don't know the name. There was one, <laughs> there was one where, what's that guy he gets, um, he's like, comes a paraplegic and then gets the chip in his neck and then he's, and it's like an AI. Upgrade? Upgrade, yeah. yeah. So that guy, I think that, I think the director or producer of that, he um, made the Saw movies and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. he makes these really small, fun ideas with small budget, but does really good quality um, movies. Well, yeah, Saw was originally a um, like student film or something. Yeah, in a yeah. garage or something. It was like... Wasn't it? I don't know if it was a garage. We might be right there, actually. I think it, I, I think it was. I think it was... I could made, be wrong. It yeah. was, it was um, originally like made in a garage with like no-named yeah. actors and essentially so, no budget. Definitely giving movies to new directors helps keep it fresh i mm. think um taking a risk with different directors that definitely helps when it comes to uh big but i think maybe maybe you're right with the producers controlling mm. movies too much can keep it very safe yeah i think um allowing producers just let directors run with it yeah um could would um create fun and new movies i think uh yeah sorry i'm i won't say i'm rallying but i'm really <laughs> when we come to like the executives and stuff that are doing this stuff while remakes are an issue as well what other themes or ideas do you think are like negatively um playing a part in the way films are going is is there uh for example is there too much focus on appeasing people that are into like explosions like michael bay sort of stuff for yeah. example mm. do you think audiences or Hollywood thinks that audiences don't have the mental capacity or the mental um, energy to focus on a well-written, articulate mm. um, storyline or well-crafted storyline. Do you think it's... Um, sorry, I'm sort of gone. My mind's gone off a bit. <laughs> uh, You're like too many words. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, you What's don't. What's your thoughts? Do you answer? I, I, I started thinking about Deadpool. <laughs> um <laughs> Deadpool, the number, the first one of that, yeah, was done really well. Yeah, absolutely. I loved that. And it was fun, and it was new, and it was like, it was really cool. And then Deadpool two, I saw Deadpool two, and I was like, uh, yeah, it wasn't as good. But you, they struggled with the sequ- their sequel artist problem, sort of thing. Where yeah. They, um, sorry, I've, this is not something to do with your question. No, <laughs> that's that's cool. But I just think like when they have they try and recreate the same formula as the as first like they they always stumble on it yeah yeah, so, yeah. um it's always um it's hard to capture the magic of yeah an, ori- an original good idea essentially mm. um, which what I, was your question again Sorry. um <laughs> my bad <laughs> <laughs> so do you think as, I'll, I'll just bring it down because i rambled yeah, on yeah the last way i delivered it um i got stuck up on what i was saying do you think that hollywood essentially has written off audiences attention spans do you think that they're making movies that are just explosions action whatever and they think audiences can't deal with a good story and yeah. focus on it yeah 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 they definitely have formulas yeah where they just stick to and they stick to safe formulas and it's kind of yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i think you're right yeah um also yeah they treat they treat the audience really stupid yeah which absolutely. is really bad like I, when I went to uni, they taught us in film film class. They said mm. you got to treat the audience like the audience isn't stupid; they're smart. Exactly. So you got to treat a movie like it's a, a magic show. Yeah. We got to lead the audience to think a certain, you know, a certain way. Sort mm-hmm. of thing. So, um, by by telling them everything and every step of the way, yeah, 
it just makes him go, we're not stupid. This is stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like by letting him figure out things throughout the movie themselves, it makes them enjoy it. So yeah. But yeah, a lot of movies these days of like, like here's the thing. Like, remember the Joker? The joke. We saw the Joker movie. Yes. There was uh, spoilers again. <laughs> There's a part where we find out that the girlfriend wasn't really his girlfriend throughout yes. the movie, yeah. and then they went through the flashbacks and they showed the audience. Here's all the flashbacks showing that she wasn't actually there. Yeah. They didn't really need that. They yeah. could have just just had that one liner. Oh, you're Arthur down the down the hallway, right? Hmm. That's all we needed. We didn't have to have. Oh, this is him not there. Uh, if we if they didn't show that. A lot of the audience would be like, "Oh, I gotta watch this again to see, like, to to see this wasn't actually real." Yeah. But is, that they really is the word ham-fisted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that yeah. works in, um, in, that, in that setting. Yeah. yeah. But if they took that out, they that's that's treating the audience smart compared to thinking that they're dumb and we need to spoon feed every yeah. every little thing. But I think a lot of the Joker had a lot of things where they didn't spoon feed either. Yes. Which was good. Um, like even like that little that little photo with the writing from um, Tom Wayne to, yeah. to his mum. That was kids. really good because a lot of people didn't see that. And then when I read it, I'm like, oh, so we don't know if t- Tom Tom Wayne was lying or not. It could yep. still be his son. But like, that was cool. And a lot of people didn't see that, but it makes people go talk about it. They're like, oh, yeah. I actually saw this. And they go, oh, what? You know? Um, so, yeah. But like a lot of movies really safe, really like treating you're stupid yeah. yeah yeah that's my story yeah yeah i i, I 100% <laughs> agree with all of that um i and a lot of the stuff in terms of uh movies these days i think that there's a there's a limit to how much a, a film should be you know spoon feeding stuff mm. i think there's aspects of plots that are essential to understand. Yep. And obviously there are going to be some people in your audience that aren't going to be as intelligent as other people in your audience yep. and won't pick up the subtleties that obviously other people are picking up. Yep. Um, but like you said, I think Joker did it perfectly in terms of there were certain things in there that were spoon-fed just to make sure that audiences got the key points that needed to be um, picked up. But the extra information that you can take from that, like the stuff you did with Thomas Wayne, yeah. you, it's not integral to understand the yeah. movie or speculate about things that are going on behind the scenes, but they've put those things in there for people that are paying attention, yeah. which I think is the right way to do films. Yep, yep. But then you've got other films that literally exposition mm. the entire mm. fucking <laughs> thing. Can I refer... <laughs> something that's, that's, like, that's basically exposition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, everyone see everyone see Batwoman <laughs> the first, but the first episode. Don't watch the season. Watch the first episode of Batwoman. It's her expositioning the whole fucking movie. I'm, oh, you know you're my sister, right? <laughs> like like you didn't have to say that. We could have worked that out. Like oh like ah oh, you are my dad. You are my father. Like fuck off. No one says that. No it's one stuff like that. And then it's like oh and then we did this. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> like it's like it's like I grew up in this family. Bruce Wayne is my cousin. Like, it's like it's like you're like. You're like a female Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. The funny thing <laughs> saying that, I've seen some pretty intelligent written TV shows. For example, say, um, I think Sons of Anarchy is quite a well-written TV okay. show. I have not seen it, but I've heard good things about it. So like you said there, the first episode of um, Batwoman sums up, obviously, everything you need to know about her 
mm-hmm. with um, exposition, right? Yeah. Sons of Anarchy is one of those shows where you get introduced to these characters, you don't learn that much about them oh, yeah. until the end of the season. Nice. So as the show goes on, you're filling in gaps and yep. it's usually not through exposition. It's through showing you yes. what's actually yep. going on. Show you don't tell. That's exactly a film rule. Um, um, I think that just shows intelligent writing. Yeah. Uh, it yep, comes yep. back to the writers. Yeah. And speaking of writers, Kurt Sutter, that wrote Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Um, he's recently, uh, come, well, we haven't spoken about it yet, but woke culture. Oh, okay. <laughs> in um, Disney, essentially. He called out Disney and they fired him from his own show. Oh, for fuck's sake. Because yeah, he sorry. wanted sorry. to talk about stuff that needs to be talked about yeah. but Disney was like no that could offend people oh and basically God. and he stood up and said you know what fuck you that's the problem with Disney they they love being too safe and they really don't want they don't want to be seen in the wrong light and that's the gonna that's wrecks them in the long run ever since Marvel got bought out by Disney it's slowly gone downhill yeah um, and it's just gonna get worse Star Wars has been bad we talked that a million times but um yeah, they're trying to be for everyone. Like I said this last week, aiming to be for everyone means it's going to be for no one. Like same with design or with, with um, creating anything like drawing or you know film, whatever. If you're designing something for everyone, it's no one's going to like it. <laughs> or not everyone's going to like it. Be more specific, and people, the people who like that specific things, will see it. Then absolutely, I think it comes. Even say this podcast, for example, mm. we know there's going to be a demographic that isn't going to be into this podcast or like pop culture sort of stuff is generally for people that are let's say 15 to even younger than that 12 to 39 i don't know like say we've got that that um audience is our main audience you'll obviously have outliers you'll have Mm. people that are older than that and you'll have people that are younger than that but even like even without age even just saying things that will offend people oh absolutely if you try and not offend people it will just it's it's too safe and it, it, yeah yeah, yeah. People, it's it's better better to offend and then yeah and then have people you know not like you or like you <laughs> depending yeah, absolutely. on them <laughs> I, I trying to be too you know there's there's never a point like, in yeah in anything where you should be I, I well the way i look at it is you shouldn't be um sacrificing conveying a genuine message or talking about something just because people find yeah, it offensive. exactly. Yep. I think the fact that they're offensive is provoking thought. The, the fact that people get offended by something mm. means that they're thinking about it or the fact that you've offended someone, it's it's testing their opinions of something. Yeah. It's them going, you know what? I'm offended by that because of these reasons. So then they counter your argument with why they're offended. Yep. So you're educating each other as you as you talk about things like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the importance of podcasts and movies in general and stuff like that. If you're not talking about things that offend people or you're not talking about things that are going on in the world and instead of addressing them, you just push them to the side and go, you know what, we won't talk about them because it might upset someone. Yeah, That's more dangerous than talking about them. Um, and I think that's what I was essentially going to round down to with Hollywood not being about entertaining films that are provoking any sort of thought it's not about um talking about anything in particular or making quality films it comes back to the fact that well-written stories have pretty much fizzled out well-written characters fresh new stories they've all become things that uh from 10 years ago 
Yep, yep. The focus is pretty much on woke culture now. It's capitalizing on the political correct nature of society instead of addressing topics and problems which need to be addressed. Because they don't want to offend anyone. Acceptance is more important than a valid, insightful commentary on something, regardless of the fact that it needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, So I I honestly think remakes and woke culture go hand in hand with the slow assassination of what films are. Mm -hmm. I don't want to rant on that too much. (laughs) Because I know if I keep going, I'm just going to get caught up in it already. New Terminator movie came out recently. Is that out? Yeah, I think it is. They've been beating that horse for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dead horse for a while. And Arnie like, comes back every time. Yeah. Um, yeah, he comes back every fucking time. It's the same fucking similar plot, but delivered, changed. A kid, uh, is the word retcon? Is that what it's called? I think so. When they changed the original to, to suit a new... Is that the word? Let's look this up. Because I need to know this word. Because I... Keep using it. You keep using it. And you're like, I don't even know if I'm using Red it in the right context. Con. It could be the right context. Fine. It's like something really bad. Uh, yeah, and that and and uh, I think uh, the Terminator series definitely have done that with that last one. Did you see that last one? Nah. With um, <laughs> what's the name of uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, I think it had an Aussie actor, Amelia Clark. Yeah, yeah, and then had an Aussie guy as uh, as as Kyle Reese and stuff. Yes. And basically, it's basically a remake, but they yeah. fucked up. The whole first and second movie, <laughs> like apparently they said, oh, instead of instead of the original movie happening, the Terminator actually goes back in time twenty years before that, and then looks after her as she grows up or some shit, or ten years before. So that's why Arnold's old now. It's like <laughs> and like oh, also everything's fucked up. Like it's like the whole timeline screwed up, and you wrecked the whole timeline of that movie. I don't even know if this next movie. I, I heard is. It's not that it's crap <laughs> again. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. See, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about being excited for it, mm. and it's weird because every single Terminator movie up until this point, other than obviously the original one and the second one, I think it's the second one that's the like almost the best one. Yeah, the second one was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched it. I actually recently watched both of them yeah, last week. Yeah, both like good films and both. Um, were made in an era where they were relevant, hmm. but they have dragged, like you said, they have beaten this horse all yeah. the way into 2019. Yeah. Like- and the reason why they fucked up so much is because they're really trying to capture the same magic as the first two had. But with women. Well, that's the recent one. <laughs> yeah. But before that, it was all, I was talking about, you know. <laughs> yeah. And they, and here's the thing. They had Terminator, Terminator Salvation with um, Sam Worthington, Christian Bale. And I actually really liked that movie. And a lot of people really bagged the shit out of it and didn't like it. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you watch it? I did watch this one. Yeah. That's, I think that's the last Terminator film that I've watched. Yeah. And did you like it or not? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think I liked this film very much. I actually really liked it because it was like a post-apocalypse. It had a ro- like robot post-apocalypse and it was awesome. I loved, I don't know, something about the world. It was really cool. And it yeah. really, it fit, still fitted in with, um, with the Terminator franchise. And it had it brought a new thing in where a guy wakes up and, uh, and thinks he's a, ro- a human, but he's actually a robot. And I was like, wow, there's a whole different thing, take on, on the whole thing. So yeah, it's a, a fresh approach to the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. I don't know. It, it's like the only way to expand on this universe is to, is to go to the future where the robots take over. Yeah. But they, and then they go, you keep wanting to go back to the past, back to fucking where they, those first two movies did well and t- keep wanting to fuck that shit up. I was like, just 
go to the future yeah, and go, change it up go for, or don't do it anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah well the thing that i've heard the most about these from terminator fans that i know uh they want to see a movie that's set in like the future like exactly like yeah. you said set in that future setting with those wars that are going on with the T100s, T900s. I don't know what they are now. T800s? <laughs> We're just throwing out any number. I think the, I, like, here's the thing. I think the first movie, he was a T100. Or no, second movie, he was a T100. And then, in, apparently this next one, he's a T800. I don't know. Mm. But he must progress throughout <laughs> they just the keep series. They're aging. Shit. He has, like, birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, no, not birthdays. But he keeps getting remade. <laughs> but I know T1000 is the villain in the second yeah. one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I, I don't think Arnold can get past a thousand because if he does, then he becomes a liquid robot, <laughs> which he doesn't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It is it is interesting that um, obviously with Terminators, for example, that it can still continue um, with so many unsuccessful films. Yeah. Until um, until Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Doesn't want to do any more. Exactly. Yeah. But I can't see that happening because he's not the governor anymore of um, California. Uh, he's not the governor of that anymore, so he's yeah. got nothing better to do. He needs to get a paycheck from something. Maybe. So I mean, gonna keep they brought movies. back... What's the name? Far out. Is it Hamilton? Amelia? No. Amelia Clark? Is that who you're saying? Oh, no. Is it? No. Who are you talking about? <laughs> the What's her name? Uh, Duck Fate. Let's check this out. I hope I'm close. Linda, Linda Hamilton. Hamilton. Sorry, not Amelia. Yeah. yeah. They brought her back. So, who? Are they, what do they got now? That's the thing. Like, where is, in this movie, is John Connor in this fucking movie? Because the whole first two movies about John Connor, John Connor. And now it's like, John Connor, where the fuck is he? I don't he's not he, in this movie anymore. I don't anymore. think he is. I think, I think the... <laughs> they just, he's just gone. They retconned him. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what this one's about, to be honest. I haven't. I haven't really looked into it that much. All I know is that people were saying, ah, women power. But the thing is, Terminator films have had strong female characters for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah Connor has always been the strong female character. Yeah, she's badass in the but it second just, one. It just seems like now they're trying to push as many in as possible. Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Um, oh, yeah, she is. She's yeah. badass. But, um, but um, <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw a review on it, and they, she, uh, the lady said, like, yeah, they've hand-fisted a lot of female characters when... They probably didn't need to. Not yeah. that it's a bad thing, but yeah. Well, no, uh, I, I think it's it's obviously fine to... Um, if if it makes sense in the story, but if mm. you're just adding them for the sake of adding them... It looks like it could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say apparently that Apparently this girl's like a nut. Like she doesn't even be in the movie, apparently. Her whole role is just not... But apparently she does really well. So like... The, the Terminator chick does yeah, well yeah, yeah, and yeah. the other random chick does nothing. Yeah, apparently she's she she doesn't even need to be in the movie. <laughs> That's what I heard. We've been, we've been talking about Terminator for a really long time for some reason. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, stuck sorry. on Terminator. <laughs> well, why are we talking about the Terminator? Because it's a perfect example of remakes being fucked up. Like, why the fuck? <laughs> Come on, it's bullshit. How many have they done? They got like Salvation was good, and then they had another one well, was shit. And Salvation was, shit. was debatably so six good. of them. I actually, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's good because I actually really like it. So I'm gonna say it's good. You can um, say it's debate. I'm, I'm going to say it's shit. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> We're divided. Yeah. Divided. Finally divided. <laughs> divided on something. <laughs> what will we do? What are we talking about now? I just want to round back again a little bit. Do you 
in terms of like just coming back to the topic of remakes and stuff say the remakes were of really really old films like let's go uh, at least like the 60s okay do you reckon they're more justified to be remade than the shit that they're pulling out at the moment because obviously it's um, not really films from that era or do you still think that they should be approaching with fresh genuine new ideas I think it's so hard to say I reckon if they get movie ideas create a new IP don't mm-hmm. rely on the old IPs yep like if I want a new Terminator movie create a new movie about Robot Apocalypse or some shit make a whole new franchise don't try and do the same thing I think yeah. like having a new just create something new don't rely on the old brand to keep because yeah. that hold, holds the movies back if they keep relying on the old movies to make it good um, I think I'll just I saw the, another thing uh, Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. that was a remake of is it 1960s I don't know really old yeah uh, movie and that was really shit apparently <laughs> I'm serious it was really shit even like I think I, I think it was an interview with uh, uh, what's his name who's the actor in it uh, Brad Pitt yeah, Brad Pitt, but who's the other guy? Uh, is George Clooney in that? Yeah, George Clooney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the interview with George Clooney is like, oh, so, so, um, so, uh, what, what, like, is this? <laughs> Someone asked him like, is is Ocean's Eleven just as good as the original in 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 nineteen sixties? Like, yeah. like, have you fucking seen the original? It's fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> or something like, I think he said something like that. It was like, it was like, it's like, oh, is it just a live up as good as the original? As the original? Like, no, it's it's way better. <laughs> but like, yeah. So they took a little idea and they expanded on it. So I don't know. It depends. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's a good point. I mean, if you're making a movie that's based on a shit film. But you make a good film out of it. Mm. That I don't know. That's kind of like all right. I feel like that you kind of yeah. get a pass on that. As long as you don't heavily rely on yeah, the old yeah. IP. Um, yeah. Here's another one. Um, I think uh, Mission Impossible. Mm. So that used to be a TV show. I think I could be wrong. Right. Back in I don't know 60s or 70s, whatever. Yeah. It was a really old show, and then uh, and then Tom Cruise got the. It was in the, the first ori- like Mission Impossible whatever movie. Yes, and I think the original actors who played the two characters in went and saw the movie, and then when one of the main characters is is actually a bad guy at the end, they both actors left. They were like fuck this. This is, this is, this is, this is <laughs> they hated it. Like they hated that their their characters were were <laughs> were changed. So sort of right. So um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it applies then or something, but oh yeah, um, I don't know why I said that. But that's another that's another reason why, like, you a change it. tangent. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't know why I said that. Yeah, but like, that's another thing. Mission Impossible has like a whole lot of sequels. They're yeah. very similar as well. Like they're on the like they're fun movies to watch, but they're really they're they're replaying the same formula as each movie. I feel like Mission Impossible lost its realism to it like the first movie was awesome and yeah. then and then every movie after that sort of just feels a little hollow a little exactly the same and they afraid to uh, tom cruise's character is too good is too showy like compared to the first one where he actually felt like a part of the crew a part of he actually felt like a more of a spy yeah, person yeah. compared to um Compared to now, where it's all just—it's all about him. It's the Tom Cruise movie. I wish yeah. it, I wanted to be not the Tom Cruise. I want him to need other characters to be good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. 
No, why? Why? Sorry. No, sorry. I shouldn't say it. I'm no, sorry. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what was I saying before? What were we saying? Well, we were talking about just sequels. Oh remakes, yeah, sequels remakes, from sequels, IPs. I don't know of like sixties. Um, yeah. Uh, so obviously, we both think sort of along the same lines that it should be original stuff that's been brought yeah. up. Not regardless of how whether it's from the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, or fucking five years ago. It's hard, but, like, if it's redone, but redone, but in its own way and not relying on the original. Like, yeah. Like it, Disney gets away with it because the originals were made for kids. Yeah. So it's easy just to do the same thing. If it wasn't for kids, if it was an adult movies and they do the same thing, it's like, fuck, this is exactly, like Star Wars. Like, fuck, the first two movies, like the first movie was like, oh, this is the fucking same formula as the first one. And we, we knew that. Yeah, but we paid and liked it. What? Did you, did you see what, like, say... I didn't like it. You didn't like it. <laughs> The Force Awakens? Yeah, The Force Awakens was similar, like, exactly the same as, like, A New yeah. Hope. And everyone said that. And did you like it, though? No, I don't think you I did. You didn't like it? Um, I didn't hate it, but I didn't, like, go, yeah, I go, I want to see that again and again. Yeah. I was like... And, like, most of the characters felt very, like, one note. Yeah, yeah. Um, They didn't have... But that's lo- Disney at the yeah. moment. Disney's fucked. They need, to, they need to try and make characters less than one note. Um... I saw I saw a, um, a scene of of uh, the original. I think it was uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. The last the original Return of the Jedi. Uh, Luke Han get caught and Chewie get caught in a, in a trap. And I was just seeing the interaction between Luke and Han. Like, Is like Han, come get get get. Uh, Try and get my lights over, like yeah, all right, all right. And him just like yelling at him as well. It's yeah, like it's like oh, that's cool. Like already, just that little like yelling at each other, like okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it was kind of fun compared to now. You like doesn't have a lot of that. It's really it's the intelligent writing of characters. Um, just yeah, just that just that's, that's that little interaction. Like yeah, can you get reach my lights over? Like all right, don't worry, look at this loop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really. I don't know, it was really cool. And I was like, damn, like it, it makes none them... of that. None of that's in the next in this latest one. Really, like latest yeah. one. Yeah. So. It, yeah. it, there's, they, they've got um, scenes that essentially make these characters likable mm. um, that make you relate to these characters because you can imagine yourself in a situation where you were with a mate and say so your mate was like losing his lightsaber he was like give me my lightsaber dude <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah. were in that setting so I think yeah that's that's spot on I would say that The Force I didn't hate The Force Awakens yeah. um, I I would say that I enjoyed it but I knew it for what it was it was essentially a rehash of um mm. the first movie from the originals yeah um oh yeah you go no you go you I, have a point th- i'm, gonna, I'm just thinking go. in my head i think i think star wars is becoming too i think the the script and everything's too self-aware almost how do you mean like everyone every character like ray knows everything about the empire mm. like about what's called not the empire about the resistance and everything like Oh, you, you know Han, you know you know Luke Skywalker, you know Han Solo. Like, like how the fuck does everyone know these characters? <laughs> like, what if they, what if she didn't know, didn't know Han or didn't know Luke or didn't? What if, why does everyone know Luke Skywalker? Why, why can't they? Why is Wakanda? It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just like nah, like it's just because the audience knows it. It's like make these characters not know, like who the fuck's Luke? Like, or who's like what the fuck? I, I, I guess it's, it's just like, Luke's to... is awesome. Gen- like, like you know what I mean? Like they could have made it where it's. I don't know. It's just too self-aware. It's like it's it's playing what the audience already knows. It's like, yeah, I think I think though because they were the ones who fought in the original um, war against the Empire. Yeah, they're like war heroes. Like yeah. they're known for that. They're the celebrities of that True. universe. Yeah. But in saying that, I understand like Han and I understand Luke and all. Yeah. Like why they know them, but it's almost as if 
just because they know of them, mm. they're friends with them. Yeah. That yeah. there's no like period where they befriend each other or there's no arc where that happens. Mm. They just are friends. Yeah. Or yeah. That's you, know, true. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just like raise your friend now because she's the protagonist of this film. Yeah. <laughs> and we need you guys in it and because then, audiences. There's another thing in The Last Jedi, Luke's like, what am I gonna do? Get a, a, a get use a get a light sword and and go against the whole res- resistance and it's like yeah, no dude. one would call the light sword a light sword you'd say I'd get a light sword why you, he's making it fun of of, of his own they're making yeah. fun of their own movies in well, the movie it's like yeah, yeah. it's like that's the thing if, we- he's talking he's saying what everyone's thinking in yeah. the audience no make them have their own thoughts they're in their own world they they're saying what the audience is thinking already and they can't they forget how to make they forget how to script for their own world and make their own world come alive. Mm. It's it's the audience, like they've written the, like the script as the audience, and it's kind of annoying. It's like I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, that's, I, don't know. I get what you're saying. Um, I feel like the Star Wars films suffer from this. Um, what, exactly what you said with being super aware that the audience and their their world is known. Yeah. Um, so they play to that in the yeah, audience. Yeah, play it too much. Yeah, way too much. Mm. Um, but they also did the stupid thing where they they don't want to subvert expectations, but they do. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, they're like, well, what would you expect Luke to be like? And everyone's like, well, we know Luke is like selfless, an mm. awesome Jedi, wise. Yep. He's trained for years with Yoda. Well, not for years with Yoda. He's trained with Yoda. Yeah. Um, he defeated Darth Vader and destroyed the Emperor. Well, quotation marks, he destroyed the Emperor nah, because okay, yeah, he's yeah. probably back. Yeah. But um, then we come into this movie where we see Luke come back for the first time. And we had that cliffhanger ending where Ray goes to see him on the island that he's on. Yeah. And the next movie picks up and everyone's like, oh, it's going to be this awesome scene yep. where he like incites this wisdom on her and teaches her the way of the Jedi. She <laughs> hands him his lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks at it and the audience would be like, he's going to like smile and like ignite it. And it's going to be this badass moment. It's going to be this swelling yeah. song that comes in. And then he fucking throws it off the mountain <laughs> into the water. I don't think it goes in the water. But it goes on the cliffside. But yeah, he throws it over his fucking back. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Yeah. The reason that they give for that to happen doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. And it's, it's so... Oh. It's just like... <sighs> the whole thing just ruins... The Force Awakens so yes. much because everyone's like, oh, we got the plans to Luke Skywalker. Oh, oh. And they finally get all the, the whole movie is just getting the plans to Luke Skywalker. And they're going. And then they get there. And it's like, and seriously, yeah, what the fuck? Why do they care about Luke Skywalker? What the fuck is he going to do? He can't do, sh- he's not going to do shit. I don't know. That's not, like, I was thinking the same thing in the, even the Force Awakens. Like, who cares about these plans? Like, yeah. if Luke's not here, he's not here. Exactly. Like, he's not going to. Once one man's not going to save the whole world. No, exactly. Ugh. And it just annoys me. And then it's sort of like the next movie sort of goes, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you you're right. This anything. is full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I don't know. But, it's but, like, like, but yeah, here you go. Uh, what I was, pulling it back to what we're saying, remakes and uh, sequels, doing what they did and remaking or doing a sequel to Star Wars and expanding this universe with three more movies... Mm. Not only have they shit on the first movie in this trilogy, yeah, that, the new trilogy. Now I know the word. They, you're going to use it in everything now. You're going to be like, I retcon. Redcon. Redcon. It's going to be like your tagline. Yeah. Um, Hashtag retcon. <laughs> um, but they've ruined 
the character arc from four, five, and six of Luke as well. Yeah, because that character wrecked. doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, we've followed him through that, mm. and I think that they're saying now that he he throws that lightsaber over his shoulder, he's become like this cynical old man. Is in their eyes character development, but it's it's not character development when you mm. butcher the character. Yeah, that's just that's retconning the character. Yeah, it's retconning <laughs> uh, the character. They retconned the character. <laughs> I, I hate what Star Wars has done and I think they're the prime example of why people need to stop doing sequels. Mm. I I love 4, 5, and 6 Star Wars movies. Yeah. I Same. argue... like I know this is going to be... The prequels. Yeah. I, I, I This is a very... Whoa, <laughs> opinion. I know. But I don't hate episode 1. I'm not hating them either now. 2 and 3. <laughs> I, think, I think episode 3 stands as... A uh, good film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, yeah. Um, like, like they're not super amazing, but like also they're just they they do its own thing. They keep inside their own universe. They, yeah, they expand on the universe. Exactly. They have there's a like I was like I think I watched a couple of scenes recently. I think it was on TV mm. last night actually. Um, episode three was on, and I was like, damn, this is just so refreshing. <laughs> it's like, damn, this is so much different than. Then these current movies like absolutely stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, just uh, and the sound effects, the 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 robots, the machine, like the the ships, everything was cool. I was like, damn, none yeah. of this, none of this happens. In <laughs> they they yeah. pulled they pulled a lot of cool things into that universe mm. and explored things that we were wondering about, like the Jedi and mm. all that sort of stuff. And it was these movies were done in a time where remakes or not even remakes, let's say sequels or prequels mm. were done properly. Yeah. Like they, they would do it if there was a demand for it. Yeah. Now prequels and sequels and remakes are made when there's no real demand for it. They just think people will see it. Yeah. And there's no interest in building on those stories. It's just produce the same thing, do it live action, produce the same thing or do it animated. Yeah. There's no reason to make them other than the money side of things, which we're coming back to. And Hollywood is just this greed pool at the moment. Yeah. Where no matter how they make money, they will do it. Thanks, guys, for listening to the Bentarans podcast. Check us next week for more pop culture news reviews and political views. I'm Dunks, and this is Chips. Do you mind? And we're signing off. See you guys. Hashtag Recon.